of the Living Geek. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another Retrofecta. We are here with game number five and our second sequel, Super Mario Brothers 2. I'm your host, Kenneth, and Kurt is with me as well. Oh, hello. I don't know why I announced you like that, but that's fine. I'm far too lazy to announce myself. That, that's fair. That's fair. So yeah, yeah, we uh jumping back in, powering through the Nintendo block, and we're here with the first game actually that had a kind of weird dual release since this is not the one Japan got. Apparently Nintendo of America thought we were all a bunch of punks who wouldn't be able to beat Mario Lost Levels, and we get this one. Which eh honestly I really like this game, so I'm kinda of fine with it. Yeah, I don't know if it's because it's one of the another Mario one, and it just seems a little simpler to my, I guess, age-addled brain. But yeah. <laughs> li- uh, Zelda and Metroid seem like so much more work, whereas Mario, it seems a lot more easy to just jump in, and you jump around, and you move things. Yeah. This one's weirder, like, vertical thing. Yeah, well, apparently they wanted it to be mostly a, a vertical game originally, and fully co-op through the entire thing, and then that was just too much for the NES, and they're like, oh, yeah. okay, never mind, dial it back. I can see that. But the, a lot of the, the vertical stuff was left in still. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of what they wanted to do in this one, they finally got wound up doing in the Super Mario Brothers Wii version. Because that mm-hmm. one you can jump and grab each other, not not just things, and you can really actually play in multiplayer. Or ruin friendships, depending who you're playing with. That's true. I think I did spend about two hours just throwing a friend of mine off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> you like lava? Better throw Peter in mm-hmm. it. Yep. Check. Empty hole to, to despair? Mm, <laughs> Dustin, where'd you go? <laughs> Hard to really progress in that game, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, seriously. You, you definitely had to have your, okay, timeout, guys. Let's actually try to get try through this level forward. now. Then we can just screw with each other. Imagine the chaos that would have happened in 1988. Oh, geez. Friendships ruined forever. Right. So, yeah, uh, Super Mario Brothers 2, also known as Super Mario USA. And let's make a game on acid. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Came out in, first, for once, Nova, uh, North America, October 9th, 1988. And then, as always, late to the party, Europe, April 28th of 89. And uh, not in Japan, actually, until 1992, which is crazy. It's like a long gap. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like at that point, you have the game made. Why not just shove it back over there? But... Yeah, and that's, what, after an additional three other Mario games? Yeah, yeah, after Super Mario World. It, it didn't actually hit until uh, they did Mario All-Stars, which, odd, but... Yeah. yeah, but I think it's one of those things where they probably didn't expect to release it, and then it did surprisingly well in the U.S. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess yeah. we have this other thing. We'll just throw it in there. Yeah, it ended up being a, the Nintendo's third biggest seller for this system, which... Very surprising. Yeah, it, I was pretty surprised. I, I believe behind um, Mario 3 and Zelda. Probably. I could have looked that up, but I didn't. I only I got that, the uh, third think, place yeah, number. I think we did last year, or last episode. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. So... Yeah, based uh, off of Yume Kojo, Doki Doki Panic, and because Fiji or Fuji Television decided they wanted their own video game and got all their mascots jumping around. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then to tie it into uh, a, a festival called Dream Factory, which is pretty cool, pretty cool. Which I guess makes sense because it opens with a sleeping Mario thing. Yeah, and then it's also kind of it's weird because like. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna chop all of that. All of you, I had a small stroke. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> it's fine. I think he's still alive. Yeah, may- ish. No, so it's weird because it because it started out as a different game. They were able to kind of sideload uh, Peach and Toadin for the first time since it was a a family of four in the the Fuji one. And then they were like, oh well, we have the characters already. No reason to cut them. We'll just reskin them also to you know non playable people from the first game. 
And then Peach went on to be in a bunch of games, and Toad is He's in Smash two, Brothers, yeah. and that's about yeah. it. I think like Wario Woods or something. Oh yeah, had him. But it's one of those. Yeah. I wonder how uh, many other characters they looked through before going with Peach and Toad. Yeah. Mario and Luigi make sense because you had two players. You played red and green. Like, did they try? Like, maybe some of the bad guys, like two good guys, two bad guys. Yeah, that that would have been interesting, actually. Play as one of the the Koopas or something. Yeah, that would have been cool. I guess it would make sense to have them. I guess take up some of their other skills, like have a Koopa float a little bit, like Peach did. Mm-hmm. That seems weird. Yeah. Hmm. No, actually, no, no, no. Well, wait, did they have the Wing Koopas in Mario One, or is that not until three? I thought that was. I don't remember. That's a very good question. I thought, didn't they have bouncing ones with wings? Okay, then, one? yeah, I mean, that w- that would have made sense to play as Peach. Or, you know, the, the Peach yeah, replica. That's, that's, yeah, maybe they're like flying squirrels. They don't necessarily fly, they float. Yeah. <laughs> Little wings is flapping. So, yeah, so what did you think of this game, Kurt? Let's just well, go straight for the jugular. The entire time, I was like, this is not really a Mario game. Because it goes from Mario 1, coins, points, time limit, one player, strictly left to right, no vertical stuff. And it, immediately in this one, you're falling down. So there's like a vertical aspect of it, which is different. Mm-hmm. There's no time limit. You only have two hearts, which you can get to three or four, depending on if you find the secret mushrooms, which also that doesn't make sense for a Mario game. Yeah, that's weird. Although I guess it kind of precursors like the power up Mario, where if you get hit while having like a fireball, you go back to big Mario. Yeah. But initially after one, it seems like they, they took the only thing they had was the scrolling idea and then just changed everything else about it. Mm-hmm. Like time limit's gone, points are gone. The health is completely different. I never actually figured, what did the cherries do No this? clue. Okay. Whole time. I, I never figured that out. I think they might have something to do with the end of world game thing. Where oh, the lives, little slot machine thing? But I couldn't figure out any, like, one cherry is one spin, because that yeah. makes sense. Because you get, like, 20 cherries, you get, like, three spins. Yeah. Is so I think they bizarre. must have something to do with that. Or maybe if you get enough cherries, it triggers the new heart to pop up. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. But again, it's just the, the minimalist UI. I had no idea getting a cherry yeah. what it, if it did anything. I got them every now and then. She's like, oh, this is a thing to collect. But eventually I was like, but I don't see anything. Yeah, so, yeah. By the end mm. of the game, I was like, oh, you know, if it's directly in my path, I'll pick it up. Yeah, like but I'm not going out of my way for it. It's like when you go in the Negaverse, like, do those cherries count for something? Do the coins you pick up count for something? No okay. idea. All good questions. No one, yeah, no no one no, may know. It's like no San Diego. No one knows yeah. what they mean. But. It's almost like... I wonder if it was part of the original game, the Doki Doki Panic version, where the cherries would get you mm. a level up or a power up, and they couldn't figure out a way to make that mesh into the Mario scheme of things, or even slightly mesh. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of kept it in as a legacy yeah, item. Yeah, more of like a like a visual <laughs> thing, so it's not so not just running through this empty world. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was it's entertaining still. I think it's yeah. it's easy to pick up and play like a normal Mario game, yeah. even though it's the weird. Left scrolling and vertical. Yeah, thing. it's like your your weird uh, cousin from Kentucky Mario. Yeah, yeah, I I liked it. It like it was one of those things where, especially when I was first playing it, I was like, you know, this I'm having fun. This is a good time, but it it doesn't like you said doesn't super feel like Mario. But then they a decent amount of the stuff kind of worked its way into subsequent games, like uh, you know the bomb bombs, the shy guys, like a lot of the enemies yeah, picking came up back, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah, because uh, picking up things like directly bounced into Mario 3 with being able to actually stomp on Koopas and then grab their shells and chuck them at people. Yeah. So I, I think in their, like, kind of acid-addled game creation, they, they ended up really expanding the Mario universe, and I kind of wonder how Mario 3 would have been if this game hadn't come out here. Because, you know, Lost Levels was just 
more Mario yeah, 1, basically. Like it didn't really add much to it, whereas this expanded the universe. It, you know, added each of the different worlds having a much more thematic feel to it. Like, you know, you have the desert world, the ice world. Like, you don't really have that in Mario yeah, 1 or Lost Levels. Yeah. I mean, color palette, but mostly the same. Like, because the physics change in the ice world and then the, the quicksand stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. And ice world, definitely, I... Is when I loaded into it, I was like, "Oh well, here goes my life, and I hate everything." But it just like it controls so tightly that it's it's hard to get upset at it for a long period. I'm just like, "Okay, no, you know, it's that was my fault. I screwed up the timing on it." I think that's the ice levels were the only time I felt comfortable with the controls because in Mario One, it seems very very tight. There's not a lot of floatiness to it. You can mm-hmm. move, you move an expected amount. In this one, when I wasn't playing one of the ice levels, I felt like it was just sluggish to remove and respond. It's almost like the weight was gone so that you would just want to fly off certain platforms for no reason. Or the Ice World, I don't know if it's just the sliding aspect of it maybe pay more attention, but it actually felt more like Mario 1 than mm-hmm. all the other levels did. I wonder um, what character did you play? You, you said you played through the most as Mario, right? Yeah, I, I went the boring way, and Mario was first, so I just, I just played through okay. it. Okay, because I... I almost exclusively played as toad and i actually wonder how much that influences it because i played through this feeling like it controlled better than mario one hmm. and i yeah i wonder if it because toad doesn't yeah, jump they, as high and is kind of a very meh jumper in general so it maybe yeah. i didn't have that floatiness that you were experiencing that's true because yeah because luigi definitely handles differently than mario mm-hmm. so i assume maybe that the original model that they had from one they put onto toad because playing with one yeah. felt not at all. Or playing with Mario, it felt nothing like one. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I I think I only played Mario, Luigi, and Peach one level each, just, yeah, just to be to... like, oh, so I played all of them. But like, Toad's my jam. Yeah, I played Mario the entire time, and then I went back to the beginning just to sort of see if I could notice anything different. So like Luigi's weird sometimes double jump floaty yeah. like, running <laughs> thing, uh, Peach's floating dress, and then Toad. Apparently, I thought Toad just ran faster, but. <laughs> You say he picks up things faster too. Yeah, which made the Birdos a lot more doable. See, see, I should have played more because that would have been really helpful. Yeah, yeah. Instead of going flying halfway across the screen while you're picking the egg up, you're just like, "Up, oh, I'm on it." Oh, yeah, it's we're one of those good. things. Yeah, one of the things where the the control felt sluggish and sloppy. Whereas if I played Toad, I would have hit the button and would have picked the thing up. It yeah, probably would have felt a lot better. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't know. I just it was a good game. Gets me actually gets me hyped for more Mario. It's. I, I feel like like I really enjoy. Uh, well, obviously, I enjoy Zelda a shitload, and I enjoy Metroid a lot. But I, I feel like at least for the earlier games, Mario, like you say, Mario simplicity makes it a bit more complete of a just pick up and play game. Yeah, you don't have to spend the the ten hours graphing out the overworld. You're just okay. I need to get Error. from left to right most of the time. Sometimes I'm going up. Sometimes it's a sneaky hop on a bird and fly yeah. left across fly a little bit. empty screen. But it's all very straightforward just because there isn't that, I guess, um, not complication, but openness of it. Yeah. Yeah, at most it's the, the later levels trying to figure out when you get the potion where the the, the yeah, whatever bonus the mushroom is. is. Yeah. Which, and even that is a, a, you know, less annoying than I would have expected it to be. More of a challenge of, hey, you know, you, you want that extra heart? Like, you have to keep using all the things you've learned in the previous levels to kind of guess where we would be sticking it. Yeah, and they didn't make it... They weren't annoying about it. Like, if you didn't... If you threw the potion you didn't find anything, you could usually go back somewhere through a door or in a portal and then come back again, and it didn't really cost you much yeah. to experiment a little bit. Yeah, which is nice. Because you had to, like, play through an entire level just to get that one point again. It would have been too annoying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
<coughs> okay, so yeah, um, I need to stop saying um so much. Um, you're right. I, yeah. What level did you like? Did you take notes about like different levels as you were playing them? Any of them stand out as overly enjoyable? Weirdly, the ice level was... A, and yeah, I, I think too. a lot of it is just because I usually expect to hate those. So having it not only not be obnoxious, but actually be pretty fun, kind of cranked it up to my, my favorite level. Yeah, but because it's used sort of sparingly, so it's kind of a nice break from the normal yeah. the normal levels, normal colors, normal weight of things. Because the sliding thing does get a little more entertaining because you can it sort of focuses, it makes you pay attention more often when you're jumping and landing on things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I had the same thing. I like the ice one just because it sort of breaks up the, the monotony of the, the normal yeah. physics of it. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, like doing weird jump slide, like, jump out of it things it, it just it makes you feel like you're doing something pretty cool yeah plus they're, they're fun on later games and you can use the slide a little more effectively for other things yeah yeah definitely the waterfall levels really hated yeah not I don't not like, my jam i don't um, like the setting i don't like the falling logs thing every now and then i would jump on a fish expecting him to just carry me up and down but i would die for some reason oh yeah because they would drop down just far enough off the screen to, to kill you also so like yeah that i was finding you you could keep doing it. You just had to, as they're falling, jump, and then they'll catch you on the way on back the way, yeah. up. And yeah, there there was one of the the waterfall areas where I just could not get through it, and then realized, oh, you know, you just have to bomb. Like the the next log just only appears bar. once you're able to kind of jumping already. So it's just you had to run and just jump, 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 or it they they got out of sync and you just couldn't yeah, make it. I was like, okay, I. I actually kind of like this that they are forcing me to not do my cautious. Oh, I'm going to poke on through, but just okay. Blah, balls out, let's go. Yeah, because I think Mario not 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 as much as Sonic, but it still rewards a little bit of that speed running aspect of it. Yeah, where it's trying to get you to use the movement and the physics of it, and to traverse the level as opposed to uh, like the slow walk, just jump onto a platform, wait however long you feel like. Yeah, jump again. It does reward you with the feeling of. Uh, speed almost running. Yeah, through. yeah, definitely. Dude, those levels I really like when you actually when you can plan things sort of ahead of time and jump from one thing to another. It's the random enemies that don't match the pattern or yeah, a platform that doesn't appear until a certain point that like ruins that flow. Is where I get frustrated yeah. and annoyed. You've got your groove going, and then the it's poor level design yeah. kind of messes it up. Which might be intentional to slow it down, but it's still really annoying. Mm-hmm. You're like, but I don't want to stop holding right? B I'm, for the I entire I level. Never stop holding B. Always <laughs> B. Speaking of speed, the people who play this game way too much and make us all look silly uh, continue to play this game, what, 28 years after its release? Yeah. So the fastest time on speedrun.com was two months ago, which was 8 minutes and 26 seconds, which is probably the amount of time I spent on one level. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. And that includes just a bunch of saving where they sort of run through everything. Yeah. By the uh, aptly named I Love Mario, Mm -hmm. who also, I guess they track both using warps and beating every level in a pretty, a lot less of a time spread than I would have expected. Because, you know, 826 for warping and then only 2143 for beating every level. So, you know, you're you're cutting out, I think, three full worlds and it didn't add that much more. Yeah, it seems like it's relatively linear, about uh, three times as long. Mm-hmm. Like, so the, the couple of the warps they use were, I guess, creatively placed. Because he does skip, what, all of two, all of three, all of five? Yeah, yeah, so that that is a lot of content that you're hopping yeah. through. I did, I, I did like the, every now and then the warp would be a um, one of the, the throw potion go in the nega universe thing. That was neat. It's a nice mm-hmm. touch. Nice way to use the normal looking background 
to do something different depending on how you use it. Yeah. It's a nice touch. Mostly, mostly played with Toad and did a lot of the super jump, which I didn't recognize at, at first until I, I played it for far too long. But because you can't do like the running jump thing, I guess Mario does sort of normally. Mm-hmm. I think probably a lot of the other characters do. Maybe Toad doesn't have anything like that. So you actually do need to do the like the hold down and then you charge up and jump thing. Yeah, I definitely forgot that was a thing in this game. Oh yeah, and so didn't I? I was ducking under something on like World Three or Four and was all oh. Why am I flat? Oh, damn it. Okay, well, that would have made some of the earlier levels easier. Yeah. Great. Yeah, there's a couple spots where I was fighting with the hold down B and, like, run a little bit enough to trigger the super, the, the higher jump. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I just knew the super jump, I would yeah, have just... Yeah, then just... Good times. We're, we're great at this. Yeah. So he's mostly used... Toad, I guess, is more stable. Better better than Mario, maybe. Just the feel of it. They used Luigi for a couple of the levels, which is creative, too, because instead of waiting for enemies to fly across the screen... He, his weird running floating thing with a sometimes double jump can actually skip a lot of those levels. Oh, interesting. Okay. And then I guess as a precursor to grenade jumps, you can jump off of falling items that you've held. Yeah, which is which weird. Which sounds way too complicated yeah. timing-wise. And I don't think my big clumsy thumbs on a 3DS can make <laughs> that happen. Yeah. Maybe the original controller because it wasn't quite as compact, but it still seems complicated. Yeah, some of the stuff people do in this just blow my mind yeah like the the pixel perfect control timing to it i just every now and then he would jump onto like a secondary ledge on corners which i found every now and then mostly on accident hoping not to die Mm -hmm. but like if he didn't make a jump completely there was a little bit of saving grace to it which i think is just something you have to find by trying and failing a little bit yeah yeah it doesn't show out at all so show out show up don't try that (laughs) sentence again yeah no no i i stand with it yeah english i i has it so good at it. Yeah. But it's fun to watch them, you know, run around with speed, maintaining momentum. I think even now and then they felt a similar idea where like they'd be running through it really nicely and then because one bad guy is positioned a couple pixels in the wrong place, they have to stop. And just that weird random like even half second pause yeah. seems like too much. Yeah, you're like, "Oh." Like, "Yeah, yeah." Just broke the uh, mojo. Okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> it was awkward. Yeah. Yeah, so had the normal uh creator list. Yeah. Shigeru Miyamoto produced it. Koji Kondo made music for it. No, honestly, no surprises there for Mario game. Yeah. But I I kind of wonder how much uh, Miyamoto had a hand in it, just since it was basically a full game that he was given and then told, yeah, hey, now Mario it up. Yeah, I think it was mostly, I assume, other people doing the reskinning of it, whereas he would just make sure that the overall feel of it still had that same initial vision he had. That makes sense, yeah. Because a lot of it does. It's just the different axes where the, the, the motion... Mm-hmm. Interesting thing I was reading was this came out right as the NES was hitting critical mass of popularity. And I guess they ran through a cartridge shortage. And so parents would be driving between states to try to track this game down for their kids. And yeah. Like, I, well, I mean, my parents wouldn't let me have a Nintendo, but I, I don't see them like driving to Nevada for me to look for a game. Yeah, I think it, it takes a certain type of parent... Yeah. For that kind of dedication. Or I guess if you're on the East Coast, like... Actually, yeah, states you know, a lot smaller. Yeah, the equivalent of driving to Fresno, you can go, you know, between New York and Jersey or something. Yeah. Specifically, yeah. Uh, part of the thing that Nintendo still does with their manufactured shortage idea, I guess at that point it happened on accident. Maybe they learned from that that if there is a problem, people will go to extra lengths to find things. Yeah, and then it just gets that hype train yeah. chugging along. And it's funny they ran out of cartridges because it was their own shortage they created yeah not, yeah not intentionally but on accident 
just how strictly they were controlling what cartridges could be made by whom and for what. Mm-hmm. That's a fun fact, though. <coughs> so, yeah, so decent amount, uh, well, not only of notable firsts, but notable only showed up in this series or in this game. Uh, you know, first time we play as Peach, first and one of very few times you ever play as Toad. Actually had, like, I was surprised by the number of enemies. Because, you know, when I looked back at this, I was like, oh, you know, it's it was its own thing. It really just wasn't part of Mario. But especially the Shy Guys, they became such a yeah. staple part of Mario lore after this. I don't think you really ever see the stupid Birdos again. Well, I think, not the Birdos, but their stupid, weird, egg-producing abilities. Yeah. <laughs> but some of the other random background bird-looking enemies, it looks like they transformed into... Um, the bad guys from Super Mario World. Yeah, with right the, the, the capes. With the capes, yeah. And then even the ones that are in Bowser's Castle in the last level. Mm-hmm. Where like the ones on the ground, you hit them once and they flatten, and you can like come around and kick them up again. Oh, yeah. They look like a lot like those. Oh, man. What if those are all just the dead ones from Mario 2? <laughs> oh. That'd be sad. <laughs> oh, but nothing in Mario 2 mattered, though, because it was all in his head. That's fair. That's fair. It's it's like Link's Awakening. It was yeah. just all a dream. All the, all the fever dream. That, uh, you know... Actually, Metroid's the only one missing the the dream game. Then, hmm. Nintendo will have to get on that. It's such uh, a useful, uh, what a li- literary concept. Yeah. No, it was all a dream. Yeah. What else? First, first time picking up enemies. That. Yeah. Picking up played not in just enemies with things. Yeah. Yeah, things especially. I think was the only only really showed up in this. Yeah. Um, enemies came back somewhat, yeah. mostly with the the Koopas. Yeah, the shells. In, you can't really pick up the other enemy. Like, you can't pick up the Shy Guys in later ones. Where you can pick up everything in this one. Mm-hmm. It's mostly just the shells in later games. Yeah. Yeah, I like uh, the Shy Guys in this one riding around on the weird yeah. mechanized mono wheels, And you can just pick that whole thing up. And you're like, I'm probably carrying around 400 pounds of steel. I'm going to throw that aside yeah. you now. Yeah. No big deal. And it'll just hit one of you and you'll just delightfully bounce off yeah. the screen. <laughs> I think it fits the, the dream world thing. He can yeah. affect the world of... Well, Physically, of things he probably shouldn't be able to. Oh, yeah, I hadn't thought of it like that. that. That actually makes a lot of sense for some of the physics in it. Yeah. Hmm. Also, why it sort of keeps running into the same enemies. Like, lots of birdos. Birdos always guard the gate of the weird bird hawk face thing. Yeah. Which, surprise, the very last level, that attacks you. That does. I died on that because I was not expecting that. I know, because they reinforce through the other, what, six levels. That's the yeah. bird thing. It's just a weird transport gate. Exactly. <laughs> Now you run up to it, you go through it, and it's like, no, attack you. I'm going to eat you now. It's weird when it, it looks weird when it comes off the wall, though. It's yeah. Still, like, there's no body to it, and it's just a head with a flat Yeah, back. but they, they probably didn't have enough memory to yeah. render anything more. <laughs> They're like, we are exactly at the eight kilobytes yep. we're allocated. <laughs> just pull off the wall and make it fly around a little bit. It would be great. Yeah. Also, shout out to you, Kurt, for uh, waiting around in my garage while I <laughs> beat the game. Since I had grand aspirations to not be on World 7-2. When you got home, but here we were. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You're on a roll. You beat it faster than I would have, so. Nah. I also, that... Wart, damn him. Yeah. Because, I, I don't know, everything else in this game took three hits, and he took six, and that confused me. I think there was some other things took more than three. But it was very rare. Okay. Yeah, just, I, I started uh, celebrating. I was like, okay, cool. Uh, no. Oh, he's still running around. Damn it. Do you notice the, um, the boss in, I think, five or six... The um, the multi-headed dragon thing mm, looked mm-hmm. a lot like the same boss from Metroid. Yeah, it did. I'm... It was a little interesting. I don't know if it was meant to or if it's just like, yeah, we'll have we have birds as enemies and we have a, a wart frog thing. That's the end. Well, yeah, we'll make it like a hydra, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, it makes sense. 
Let's just get get crazy. I wonder if it was it was intentional though. It'd be like, hey, we'll have enemies from other things because Mario's sleeping and he played the other games. That'd be pretty cool. I know uh Bart doesn't well, he doesn't show up in any other no. Mario games, but he's actually in a later I think it's Ocarina of Time, uh oh, randomly yeah. chilling playing a loot. <laughs> so like, okay, good shout out. That's a nice touch. Yeah. Also the well first and only mario game where bowser doesn't show up which makes me uncomfortable i don't like it yeah but i think it's more of because it wasn't really a mario game yeah first. yeah I'm just, it but makes it me kind weird. of surprised they didn't uh, reskin wart to be yeah because I mean, yeah, like frog turtle like there's not a whole lot of difference they're both green mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have changed the design a whole lot yeah but then maybe you know this really was only the second mario game so they probably didn't yeah there wasn't expect that. bowser would become such an iconic part of mario yeah so yeah because even the um you don't even find it. You don't fight any Koopas or turtles or anything. Goombas. No. Yeah. All it's just all um, new stuff. Shy guys and little bird things. The turtle shells pop up, but never as as an enemy that's trying to attack you. Just as items you can pick up. Yeah. And I guess because what was the what was the first Mario eighty five? Yeah, eighty five. Yeah. So three years they're like, oh, it's just you know another game. That's fine. It won't matter mm-hmm. that much. I wonder if they remade it if they would reskin it more so, heavier, so that it would ma- better match the visual. I would assume so, just because it's so much more of a brand now, and yeah. you have so much association with not only Mario, but everything that he fights. But Also, interesting thing, this is the uh, last game where Mario wears a blue shirt and red overalls. Forever after, it's swapped, and he has the normal blue overalls, and then both he and Luigi have regular overalls, and then red and green shirts. Which, I, I guess, with their more limited palette initially, it was the, having the overalls be the, the red and green made it more identifiable. And yeah. then just kind of as they could scale it up, you're like, oh, we don't really need that as much anymore, so we'll make like, them look a bit less yeah, weird. The other way, they would have been a lot more similar looking, except for their overall overall shape's still a little different, but mm-hmm. at a quick glance, it would be more difficult to notice any difference between a smaller sprite. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Plus, they probably weren't certain which way they wanted to go with that either. So now they make them look more similar in order, maybe to emphasize the, the brother aspect of it. Yeah. It's a neat touch, though. Even though... Luigi doesn't show up in most of the Mario games now. It's kind of yeah. sad. Well, he had his own uh, game or two. He did, yeah. Luigi's Mansion was, yeah. it was pretty cool. Very not Mario-ish at all. No. But then also was the precursor to the, the ghost game in Nintendo Land, which is great when you have lots of people and drinks around. Because, oh my god, I love Nintendo Land. It's because more more of that. Yeah. More, more couch co-op and drinks. There's also that other random Luigi-only game... Mario was missing for something. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to find the name of it, but... Wasn't that like a, a teaching game? Yeah, kind of. Like, you'd run around and you'd look at... Um... Yeah, educational game on the, the computer, which also one of the very few times... See, I never played it on the computer. I only played it on the Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. My, my parents, for whatever reason, were like, well, you know, playing video games on your computer is fine, but on a console? No, that's not okay. So... I I definitely enjoyed the the dual release of that. Oh, apparently widely panned by critics. Sad day. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily a very fun game. Yeah. <laughs> you just ran around and you had to memorize like yeah. historical facts or something. Yeah. It was a weird one. Much like that. Oh man, you know what we should play is Mario Teaches Typing. That classic game. Man. That <laughs> Why? I I got nothing. Have because... you never played that game before? Oh, it's Did you ever play uh Mavis Beacon Teaches Typing? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's picture that, but with Mario, basically. Oh, with Mario characters? <laughs> yeah. Oh, very descriptive. Yeah, it's good times. 
Good times. I mean, it's a creative way to teach typing using characters that are already familiar. Yeah. Well, now, yeah, it's... Honestly, I, I like the fact that that's just kind of stuck around and all the way up through, like, Typing of the Dead, where it's, um... Oh, shoot, that uh, that light gun shooter game um, has a name. Doesn't matter. But it's you replace, you know, shooting of oh, the light yeah, gun yeah. by, like, words above the zombie's head that yeah, you have to type out. out. Sure. Very, very yeah. odd. Kind of bugged me, though. House of the House Dead? of the Dead, yes, yeah. See, I played that one. Yeah, it was a great game. It's a very uh, iconic, like, Dave and Buster-y game. Yeah, like, if you were learning typing around then, it'd be very stuck in your mind because you played so much. Yeah. So, okay. Any any other final thoughts on Mario 2? I, think, ooh. I guess it's... Oh, sorry, go. Got really excited there. Well, you, you certainly did. <laughs> I guess as, as a sequel, it's kind of annoying that they abandon what they wanted to have the sequel with the lost levels. But I think definitely because of that, they had to go do some other other things graphically and play as well that actually helped a lot. Yeah. So I guess it's... I still enjoy playing it, even though it's it's that drastically different. And actually spending a lot of time dedicating to it, it's fun to sort of see where the new things come from. Mm-hmm. So I think it's one of the, the, the few games where the, the sequel is different enough from the original that it's still important and more fun. So you're saying it's like the alien aliens yeah. of Mario? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. It's also very pretty game I, I don't know i feel like the rest of them looked very early nintendo-y and this is the first one we played where it's like okay this this is a pretty graphical jump even within the same console yeah like they finally figured out how to render things on the hardware better yeah true yeah so if you we played five games now how would you rate them like top to bottom i'm just gonna put you on the spot here oh good uh well i guess super mario <laughs> brothers would be one i feel like legend of zelda the first one just because it was just frustrating to play. Probably five. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I think Metroid. See, Metroid and Mario Brothers 2 maybe tied for second. And then uh, Adventure of Link, because it's, again, Stop less frustrating. Yeah, less yeah. frustrating, but off doing its own, trying to be an RPG thing. That's fair. That's fair. I can dig it. I think, hmm. I would probably say for me, Mario 2, Mario 1, Zelda 1, Metroid, Zelda 2. No. Zelda 2 and then Metroid. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I need to remember how much Metroid annoyed me. I, it's way way too big not to have a map. Yeah, something other than you having to write down, draw, or memorize yeah. where you are. Yeah, even even Zelda 1, I, I could pretty much remember yeah, the broad it's, strokes. It's square. Yeah, yeah. this one was just off the rails with, with uh, remembering things. Yeah. All bad. Oh, hey, bounce in through. Go chase you around. <coughs> um, it's a game and a game. Yeah. Any... Anything else you want to... I guess looking to the future, I'm sort of curious to see our next... Because we're on the Mar- big Mario block now. Yeah, big. Interesting to see how they use what they learned in Zoft that they could do from 2 to sort of change the world. Super Mario Brothers 3 and, and Super Mario World mm-hmm. I think are probably the two that I'm most familiar playing. Yeah. Yeah, those are... I kind of feel the iconic games for each of their consoles. Yeah, because I think as I probably picked those up when I was... Maybe six or seven. So after they were already out for a while, mm-hmm. but they were the ones that since they were out for a while, they were cheaper, and you could just buy them real easy and just play yeah. them forever. So I, I think I just spent the most time with those. So this will be fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty excited for both of those. Actually, pretty excited for Mario Land also, which is our our next up game, just because that's the the Hoovers had a, a Game Boy, and so you know anytime I was hanging out with them, I could play that and. You know, the the first and for a while only game they really had was Tetris and Super Mario Land. And so I, I think I beat it a couple times, but remember it being really difficult. 
So I'm I'm curious to see how my hopefully slightly less sucky adult self does with it. Plus, with a little practice from uh, having played other Mario ones. So yeah, yeah, I think I'm more in the groove of old school platforming right now. So that that will hopefully help. It'll be interesting to see how they do the emulator on a Game Boy game on a on a platform that can do a lot more than a what a yeah. Game Boy could. Hey, you know, hopefully this at least won't experience slowdown. Yeah, because still happens. Come on, my brand new. Uh, well, what's it called now? New DS XL. There should not be slowdown in a Nintendo game. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. But here we are. I used to think they had to do a bunch of weird hardware tricks to make it run that well. Yeah. Yeah, it's just funny, though, because I was playing through Super Mario World a couple months ago, and, like, it doesn't have that, and it's a way more advanced game. So I I feel like I think they added a, a little chip in to play the Super Nintendo games, whereas the NES ones they're doing through software emulation. Yeah, so software. just kind of funny that the, the older ones don't run as well. Yeah. But... Yeah. Also, it tends to the slowdown on the older ones comes always the worst time. Yeah, yeah, because it's hey, there's 50 things on the screen. This is when you need to be paying attention. You know, actually, maybe they're trying to help you out. They're like, oh, there's more on screen. We'll just we'll make it go slower so you have more time to react. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I can dig it. Sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, we good. Yeah, should right. be fun. Anyway. So yeah, I reckon that is our show. We will be back once again next month with. Super Mario Land, our first Game Boy game on here, actually. And then after that, it starts mixing up a lot more because then we're back to Nintendo and then into our first Super Nintendo game. So I'm going to start console hopping a bit and it'll keep us on our toes. Thank you for listening. Catch us on... I I need a better... Fu- mm. Fuck all that. <laughs> burn it all. Fuck all that shit. Burn it all <laughs> from the top. Okay, yeah. So welcome to Retrofecta. No. Oh, hello. <laughs> So thank you for listening. We'll be back next month with Super Mario Land, first Game Boy game, and then we just start console hopping as we have a Nintendo and then a Super Nintendo game after that. We appreciate your time. We will catch you on Facebook or on the Twitters. Go ahead, uh, shoot us an email at retrofecta at gmail.com or just hit up us or just hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash retrofecta. We will see you next month. Same Retrofecta time, same Retrofecta channel. Retrofecta! I I have no. Is it a thing you want to add in at some point? What what? I, it's what we do on Bampow, um, and it has a lot less syllables, so it works a lot better. It does. So, yeah. No, we'll we'll see you next month. Thank you for listening. Yes. Goodbye now. <laughs>